Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. All right, good to be with you today. I uh, got some cool stuff for you. Um, the stuff that really matters when it comes to making an income and an impact with your best-selling book. So I want to talk today about the three pillars of profit with your best-selling book. And I talk about this a lot, but I don't talk about it in this kind of detail. So I hope that uh, even though we're going to go into a great amount of detail, that uh, you'll be able to like directly take your book, uh, your magic, uh, your process, and then plug it in to these kinds of things. Um, I'm going to share a little bit uh, from Publish, Promote, Profit, how we use the three pillars of profit. And then I'm also going to take an example of uh, one of our clients' books that I just kind of pulled a rabbit out of a hat and said, okay, uh, how might this work for them uh, without even directly speaking to them? So let's kind of start at the beginning and you, uh, if you're watching this on video, then, then you should be able to see this fine. The first thing that you want to do and think about, and those of, those of you that have successful businesses and, and have some, um, you know, some marketing skills, you know this, but, uh, you know, let me kind of go through it all and then how we plug it into the three pillars of profit. And that is first we start with the here versus the there. And what I mean by that is when clients are coming to you, when somebody is, you know, buying my book, entering my funnel, they're at a certain place in this journey and they're here. And what they're really looking to do is get to there. And the same thing is true for you. So as an example, clients come to me, people come to me because perhaps they've been stuck in getting their book written. They know that a book would help them to grow their credibility, to grow their, um, their authority in the marketplace, to take them to the expert, thought leader, or even celebrity uh, space in their market, but they're just not there. And because of that, because they're not viewed as an expert or a thought leader or a celebrity, it becomes hard to get clients. And so lead generation is an issue. It's hard to close deals you feel like you're always like having to have these incredible sales skills instead of people just coming and saying, you know what, I want to work with you because you're the expert in this space. So my clients are, are here right now. They, they want to get to that place of authority, credibility, uh, and ease of lead generation and ease of working with the absolute best possible clients. The same thing is true for you your potential clients are at a place right now where they have this problem that they're trying to solve. They have this difficulty that they're trying to get over and your magic, what you do takes them from where they are right now to where they want to be. Now you have to quantify that, right? You have to quantify all of what that looks like, just like we do in Publish Pro Profit. My ideal client wants to write a book. Maybe they're struggling with it or they've written a book and the book just hasn't done well or they're afraid it's not going to do well. They don't know how to market it. They don't have time to market it. So we help them with the promote and then, of course, the profit phase, which is all about the three pillars of profit. So we first start there. We start with 
where are my clients right now, the problem that they're facing, and where is it that they really want to go, okay? And you need to quantify all that, and then you're going to plug that into the three pillars of profit, which are speaking engagements, lead generation, and PR and media. Now, some of, there's some overlap in this, and I'm going to go into greater detail on all of that. So I'm giving you an overview, and then I'm going to give you some examples uh, from client books that I just pulled. So first, you have to decide, and you have tons of different opportunities. In fact, they are countless opportunities when it comes to speaking engagements, lead generation, and media and PR. When it comes to speaking in engagements, you can speak on your own stage. And some of you may say, well, that's really difficult. I mean, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. You know what? I didn't either and started this program we call the, the free event model. I shared about it just a couple of weeks ago that you know, has added an extra million dollars in revenue to my business. And I've watched it add six figures and even seven figures to clients' um, uh, revenue, all because they installed and they wanted to speak on their own stage. So you can speak on your own stage and have your own stage. You can speak on other people's stages. You can speak for paid or for free. You can speak online via webinars or a Zoom call or even a Facebook Live. So there's lots of different opportunities. So we take the, the magic, right, that you can add to the marketplace, taking that ideal client from where they are right now to where they want to go, and then you add to that, okay, what are my skills and desires to meet these people, right, in these pillars of profit, right? What I mean by that is you may say, well, I'm, I'm not a very good speaker, and I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak on people's stages. I don't want to speak on anybody's platform. That's just not what I'm interested in doing. Okay, well then you're probably going to cross that right off. But most people that have a best-selling book, right, they want to be on stage or they want to have some type of platform that you can share your magic with the world. So in most cases, that's going to be something that, that you're interested in. So you're going to have to decide, okay, what do I really desire when it comes to speaking? So I'll give you an example for me. So I've done all of these things. Uh, I've been written a check to come and speak. That's actually the least effective way that I've found because what you have to do is you have to match up your magic with the right audience. And when I was, someone wrote me a big check to come and speak for, you know, a one hour keynote, that was great and it was cool. It was 60 minutes away. So I drove there, got my big check and came back. But then I realized, you know what? None of those people were people that were going to buy my book package. None of those people were people that were interested in, you know, going to the next level with me. So I got paid for my time and I left. Ideally, we want to do more than that. We want to create something leveraged. So I decided that is not for me. That's not something I want to do. I don't want to be on the road a lot. I also have spoken at other people's events where I've sponsored their events, like Shanda Sumter's event, very large event, over a thousand uh, people, usually women business coaches. Great event. I've spoken on um, multiple people stages like Todd Herman for his 90 day year and other things like that. And you know what? Those have proved very, very fruitful because those people have gotten in their audience, the right kind of people to do my published pro profit program. So that's something I say, okay, I'm interested in that, but there's something I'm not interested about that is I don't want to be on the road constantly. I don't love to travel. It's not something at this stage of my life that I'm interested in. So of all these things, what are the things that I do right now when it comes to speaking? Well, I want to speak on my own stage. 
And in fact, I do it right here in Pasadena so I can sleep in my own bed and drive in the morning to my million dollar author summit and speak to 40, 50, 60, 70 people and know that at the end of those two day events, I'm going to invest 10 grand in advertising and in a venue. And then at the end of that, I'm going to make $150,000 to $200,000 in revenue and bring on a bunch of new clients at a local event that I never have to leave for. That's something that I can do three times a year. And I did that three times a year really successfully. So you have to add your desires and your skill set in with where are these people, these people that are here right now and want to get to there. So you have these three pillars of profit. The, the main pillar is lead generation because lead generation filters from both speaking engagements and PR and media. So lead generation is our primary pillar. Everything we're going to do, whether it's speaking or media and PR or just pure lead generation via paid ads, et cetera, is going to filter back to generating leads to grow your business and sell your more expensive and high ticket thing, right? That's how the three pillars of profit all come together. So I gave you an overview of speaking, an overview of lead generation, because there's multiple ways for you to do lead generation, is you can do lead generation one-on-one. -on -one. What does that look like? Well, that's networking events, sphere of influence, referrals. You bring on a great client, right? You can, you can generate leads by, by that client sharing your magic with somebody else and you bringing them in. And some of you may say, well, that's not really what I'm interested in. I want to move away from networking events. Fantastic. I don't do any networking events because I'm not interested in that. That's not the best and leveraged way. However, some of you do do networking events and you need to plug your book in to that networking event as a lead generation tool and strategy. I'll share with you and I've shared in the past ways to do that. Paid advertising. You know that's something that we do and we do really well and that I love. Why do I love it? Well, because paid advertising, when you can get it to work, right? Obviously, there are a lot of knobs that need to be turned and there, there are uh, things that are challenging with that. But when you get your funnel to convert, whether it's a free plus shipping funnel like I've done with this or whether it's just using a book in some type of free funnel, offering a free PDF or, or something of value to somebody, when you get that working, then it is as close to printing money and having an ATM that you can go to and raise the volume or lower the volume anytime. In fact, I emailed my uh, Google AdWords representative this morning and I said, you know what, we need to cut our ad budget down because right now we're generating too many leads in the free plus shipping funnel on Facebook and Instagram. We can't handle the number of leads and telephone calls that we're getting and generating. So literally I have to add staff, add salespeople, or I have to turn the leads down. It's a good problem to have, right? I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's a good problem to have, but that's what I love about paid advertising. All of us should have that as a pillar of profit for us down the road. Maybe not right now because there's a lot of testing and whatnot, but at some point we need to think, how can I add paid advertising as a pillar of profit to generate leads using my best-selling book down the road? And as you know, I've shared dozens of different ways to do that. The next is lead generation through content. And now you can do content in a number of different ways. You can do oral content, right? Audio content via podcast. You can create content that's written, right? You can repurpose stuff within your book for blog posts, et cetera, on social. There, there, you can do video. There's lots of ways that you can create content that has a, a process 
that then offers something after you've given something of value to someone, it offers them to take next steps with you. So lead generation through a number of different ways, one-to-one paid ads or content strategy. And then when it comes to PR and media, the last pillar is you have social media and that's any, any one of probably seven main ones like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, etc. You have mass media, which is radio, television, blogs, and podcasts. I would throw blogs and podcasts in mass media. And you have uh, video or can be video, audio, or written that you're doing. Now, these are things that, again, using, you know, publish pro profit, using my business as an example, I have my ideal client who is here and wants to get over there. And I need to find ways within these three pillars to systematically right? How often do I want leads? Every single day I want opportunities. Maybe if your business doesn't have all of the pieces in place to get leads every day, you still at least want leads every single week. So you have to have the pieces in place to systematically get leads every single week. So you're going to do it via speaking, lead generation, or PR and media. What do we do? Well, when it comes to speaking engagements, I generally do three events a year, that are events that I shared with you. I sleep in my own bed. We call them the Million Dollar Author Summit. They're part of our free event model that we do, and we actually teach and sell that in the marketplace as well. And that's something that we do right here locally, but I do that three times a year. So that's not going to generate enough leads for my business. However, it's a system. I will probably once or twice in a year speak on someone else's stage, so I have that as well, but I don't want to do any more traveling than that. That's it. For me, I'm focused on paid advertising, and I just hired a content uh, helper, if you will, somebody that is going to take my content, like I'm doing two video shoot right now in conjunction with this being a podcast, and is going to repurpose all of this for articles, blog posts, quotes on social media, as well as video and a podcast. All of that's going to be repurposed from this one thing that I'm doing. Now, I either have to have somebody in-house that I'm paying, because I I can't do all of that myself, or I have to pay somebody outsourced, and that's what I've chosen to do. So content is very, very important. I want to keep producing content, not just the book that I did. And and as you know, I'm going to produce two more books this year, one on legacy and one that's more a personal uh, book that I'm doing for my kids, right, called Things You Should Know. And so that right? One book or one or two books a year isn't enough content. We need to be producing in an ongoing basis to generate leads. So we have to have a content strategy if that's something you want. Now you may say, oh, that's just too much content. And guess what? I did not have a content strategy for the first seven years of my business. I didn't. Now I do. So it's any one of these things. I'm not telling you, you need to add all of these to your business. That would be overwhelming. I'm telling you that you need to pick something within that fits your skill set your desire, and you need to find your ideal client there that's here and wants to get to there, and then you use your book to attract them to you as the credible authority. You don't have to do all these things. You can't, but you have to do something systematically. And then the last thing, PR and media. So social media, part of my content strategy is that we're going to be on social media on a regular basis and not because of the stuff I'm posting, but because of stuff that's going to be repurposed for the, from the content that I'm already creating in my writing, in my books, in my videos, etc. Um, mass media, uh, as you know, I probably appear on TV once or twice a year max. 
but what I do more than anything are podcasts because podcasts are the narrow place that I can find my ideal client because I want to speak to a business owner, an entrepreneur, a coach, a consultant that wants to write a book and grow their credibility and authority and lead generation. That's who my client is, as you know. That's who I'm looking for. So I find them more easily on podcasts than I do on mass media. However, I continue to be on mass media. Why? Because it grows my own credibility and the credibility of my company. Okay? Uh, and then video, audio, written. I already told you, for me, um, I'm more comfortable doing video, but then I want that. I want somebody to repurpose this stuff, right? To transcribe this, turn it into multiple articles, to strip out the audio, turn it into a podcast so I can do something once and it can be multi-purpose many, many, many times over for my clients to consume, right? Now, again, you don't have to do that. It may be a little bit more expensive and more costly right now than you're interested in, and that's totally fine. It might be something later down the road. But you need to have, in my opinion, you need to pick something within each one of these pillars that you're doing on a systematic and regular basis using your book to drive leads back to you of people that are seeing you as the credible authority. That's an overview of the three pillars of profit, speaking, lead generation, media, and PR. And something within each of these three things, and there are countless opportunities, you need to pick and say, this is something that I am systematically doing. Whether it's, you know, with the help of somebody on your staff, or whether it's someone that you're paying uh, as an outsource uh, person, or if it's something that you're doing yourself an hour a day looking for influencers on Instagram, an hour a day connecting with people that could have you speak on their stages, an hour a day on LinkedIn, etc., generating leads, looking for speaking, looking for media and PR, okay? So that's an overview. Let's take a minute now and let's dive in. And I just pulled a couple of examples of our recent client books and let's talk about how one of these clients, and it would even be better if I had them on live, I know I should have, right? One of these clients can use the three pillars of profit within their business to systematically attract leads and grow their business. Let's start first with Marion Van Dam. Marion's a great client and friend. She wrote Happily Ever After, The Magic Formula for Turning Your Divorce into the best thing that ever happened to you. So let's talk about the here and the there first for Marion. Now I'm I, I know about it because Marion is my client and, and one of our authors, but I would want to ask more from Marion's perspective, where are her clients, potential clients right now, and where they want to get to? But let's ascertain from her title and her subtitle and surmise that her ideal client, and I, I know it's a female, her ideal client is a woman that is either in the process of going through a divorce or is on the other side of the divorce but is still feeling like, feeling all the effects of the divorce, all the negativity, is having a hard time rebounding, is dealing with the difficulties, the trauma, the emotion of it. And so Marion wants to take that person from where they're at right now to them looking at their divorce as the best thing that ever happened to them in their life. Now, Marion has a course. Marion also does coaching for these people. So what could Marion do within the three pillars of profit to get this message out. Now, 
Marion hired us not just to help her with her book and do the book launch, but also to do media and PR. So I know that the, the media channels, both mass media as well as social media, are really hungry for people to talk on this topic. And honestly, let's think about, you know, the, the ease of that. Well, half of all marriages end in divorce and half of all marriages are women. So we're talking about a very large population base of people that are going through the very thing that Marion can help them get through. So we know we have a, a large and hungry audience. That means that on TV, on radio, there are certainly blogs dedicated to it. There are certainly podcasts dedicated to this. Marion can easily, on a regular basis, book herself or be booked for both radio, television, podcast, blogs, all kinds of media. My recommendation, starting at that pillar, would be that there's some type of system put in so that Marion can appear on a podcast or a blog or something on a regular basis. I mean, a monthly basis where you know, one or two or three podcasts where she doesn't have to travel, maybe one TV appearance here and there, but she doesn't need a lot of television, similar to us. But one, one podcast uh, a week, even just two podcasts and a blog post a month, uh, some type of systematic outreach to continue to get her name in front of that audience. Now, that by itself is going to generate leads. It's going to generate inquiries into her book, right? That's the first thing that I would focus on. The second thing, and this depends on Marion, but let's say that Marion enjoys social media, is good at posting on social media, and even has a group that she runs of women that are going through this process. How easy would it be on a regular basis to post, whether it's a, a video, whether it's uh, some type of, of content on a daily basis, maybe it's a success story of, of somebody that's, that's come through it and, and, you know, where they are reaching the other side coming through this uh, traumatic period. That would absolutely attract people via social media that are going through this exact same process. So you could do a lot on both social media and somebody else's media platform, a blog, a podcast, and of course, TV and radio, which we were successful at booking Marion on both TV and radio here in the United States, even though she's from Europe. Uh, lead generation. Now remember, your PR and media focuses back on lead generation. Your speaking also focuses back on lead generation. But there are things that you can do for lead generation on a regular basis so that you don't have to speak very often or so that you don't have to rely on someone else's podcast every single week. What I would probably focus on is I would certainly do a test of paid advertising to see if I could find people going through this process. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I have heard that you can target people that change their, their social standing on Facebook. In other words, if somebody goes from married to separated or married to single, uh, I have heard in the past you could uh, target people that are changing their status. Well, that's somebody that's directly going through it right at that moment. Let's say you can't do that on a, a paid advertisement. But what you could do is you could look demographically at who uh, it is that you want to hear this message. We know that it's women because that's who Marion focuses on. And we probably know that there's an age range 
that Marion could focus on as well. And she could put this book in conjunction with some type of free funnel. It could even be something simple like a free download, or it could be something more complicated like a free plus shipping funnel that then leads into a course, etc. But if it were simple, like a free download, she could put that in front of her ideal demographic, the age range, the socioeconomic status, and the, the sex of the person that she's trying to target. And there would be millions upon millions of potential clients that she could get in front of with an ad and she could test and see, is this something that is working for me? I already mentioned content for lead generation. That's something that I would be doing in conjunction with social media as well. So there's some crossover there. And then last but not least, uh, when it comes to speaking engagements, would I, you know, if I were Marion, would I want to speak on a, a large, large stage? Well, I know Marion and she absolutely would. So she may want to look to get on other people's stages. She would have to find events that are catering to these people. Are there events that are catering to them? I don't know, but that's something that you would have to look into. If there aren't, then guess what? Speaking probably isn't the main thing you want to look at. What could you do though? You could absolutely speak online. You could use a Facebook Live. You could do a webinar that is broadcast live on social media, et cetera. Uh, you could build your list through the, the free offer of your book and then offer those people a webinar that you do exclusive to them. There's lots of ways that you can speak, even like I'm doing right now, that would attract your ideal client. So the idea is very simple. We have a book, a best-selling book, right? However, we don't just want to sit and wait for the leads to come to us. We need to plug this book into these three pillars of profit. And my suggestion to you is to pick one of these pillars that you're going to focus on intently for a while and pick something within the pillar that's going to be your focus. Get that figured out and systemized and then move on to the next pillar and the next pillar. You should have something working within each of these three pillars that are attracting leads into your life. When you do that, it becomes very simple. It becomes systematic to get to a seven figure and beyond income using your best selling book. All of these people are going to see you as the authority. All of them are going to see you as the expert. All we have to do is use these pillars to get our message in front of that audience and that crowd. I hope that helps. That's the three pillars and using the three pillars of profit within your best-selling book. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at Begin My Book dot com.